0: Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Gather at the Table. Today, we're talking about adventures in the kitchen and some recommendations. So grab you a granola bar and a bottled water and let's dig in. I don't know about y'all, but I love looking at recipes. Whether it's perusing through Pinterest or a cookbook, it's something I really enjoy. I mean, in Pinterest, I have a cook this week board, A recipes approved board and a recipes board. Oh, and the recipes approved board and the recipes board, those are broken down into sections inside of them. And cookbooks, love them. Cooking magazines, love them too. I'll mark the pages on the ones that pique my interest. Yep, I'm a recipe looking weirdo, and I'm just fine with that. The great thing though about recipes is That there are some that you want to follow just as they are. I mean, why mess something up? But then there are some you can use as a base, a starting point, a launching pad. You can go from there and forage into the unknown wilds of a cooking adventure. Enter the John Williams music. You can take the basics or some from this, some from that, and make something new Or modify. Update a recipe to your tastes or maybe your occasion. What about that one family recipe that is passed down and you decide you are the chosen one and you're gonna update it, make it a little fresher. After everyone calms down and the pans stop flying because you just changed your great-aunt's second cousin Betty Lou's baked bean recipe, they stop and realize, hmm, Maybe that's what it was missing. Whether you're playing it straight or taking off the training wheels and changing it up, recipes can be an adventure in your kitchen. It can be an adventure that you share. Friends, families, or get your kiddos in there. Let them play. So today, I'm gonna share some of my adventures that I've had in the kitchen. For recipes that I've modified or changed a bit, The link to the original recipe will be in the show notes. So if something tickles your ear, go on over and take a peek. Now, before we talk about some of the adventures, let's talk about a little public service announcement. When you're having adventures in the kitchen, write down the changes you make. Now on we go. So let's talk pot roast, the stalwart, colossal gem of the Sunday dinner table. Most people probably have their own go-to recipe and a way of cooking it. Crock-Pot, pot, or good old oven, you get to pick your fave. Seasoning, broth, cream soups, and any veggie your little taste buds desire is all there just waiting for you to get creative. Now, I had made a pot roast in the crock pot, which I confess, I used a McCormick slow cooker seasoning packet. I used beef broth, a can of French onion soup, and a can of golden mushroom soup. Added garlic, onion, celery, and potatoes. Seared my roast with seasoning, cooked it on high for around four hours, and boom, pot roast. But this last time I cooked it, I decided to forge my own recipe. Now, I also got burned by boiling potatoes to make mashed potatoes. I mean, adventures can be dangerous, but let's just hope I've learned my lesson on this one. But I digress. On the pot roast, I already knew how long I needed to cook it, so let the adventure begin. I seasoned it with Italian seasoning, garlic powder, seasoned salt, and pepper. Seared it with olive oil on both sides to get that good old crust. For my seasoning mix, I once again used Italian seasoning, garlic powder, seasoned salt, and pepper, but added dried rosemary and kosher salt. Mixed all those seasonings with some French onion soup, golden mushroom soup, and beef broth. Now the only veggies I used was a can of mushrooms, onions, lots of them, but you'll hear why in a moment. Garlic and celery. Cooked it on high for around four and a half hours, and you know what? For my first time going boldly into pot roast land, where I haven't gone before, it was good. Okay, self-critique time. Now, I think I needed more salt, but that's a minor fix. I also think next time I'm going to cook it in my oven. Nothing wrong with the crock pot. But because I'm cooking it on high for four hours, it's just not as tender as it could be. The thing about pot roast is it can be pot roast on Sunday and something different on Monday. A whole new adventure. Now, I've made tacos out of pot roast. However, this last time, we made French dip sandwiches. Mm Mm-hmm. French dip sandwiches. When putting up the au jus the night before, or gravy, if that's what your thing is, I tried to get out all the veggies that I could, especially the celery, because... Who wants celery up in their French dip? So, in its own container went the au jus, and the meat and veggies went in another. So, the next night, into a pot went the au jus to get nice and warm. Into a skillet went the meat, veggies, and olive oil, and in the oven went some rolls. I got that meat and veggies up to temp, and on the lightly toasted rolls it went with some mozzarella on top, then back in the oven to get melty. Now, I ladled my au jus over my sandwich. But Brian, he's a dunker. And y'all, those were some fabulous French dip sandwiches. And it didn't take too long. So while I was warming up the meat and veggies, I thought, if you put that over some cooked rice, hmm, then Brian, my main muffin, had a brilliant idea. Beef stroganoff. So what do I do? Yep, I take some of the veggies and the juice left in the skillet, take some meat off of one of the sandwiches, added some sour cream, and a little makeshift beef stroganoff was happening. Now, that one, I need to tweak some. But it's another adventure just waiting to happen. Lately, I've been on a muffin kick. I like making muffins. And let's face it, a muffin can have several different faces, if you will. It can be breakfast, it can be a snack, or it can be a dessert. Banana apple muffins. Yep, banana apple muffins, y'all. So what I did with this recipe was simple, but I have used it so far with two other fruits. In the recipe, I swapped out the butter for a third a cup of fat-free Greek yogurt. I used two apples instead of one, and I left them a little chunky cut. In some of the batter, I put chopped up pecans. Pecans, not pecans. They were fabulous muffins. But having an adventure didn't stop there. Another time I made them, I had some pears. So what do you think happened? Pear and banana muffins. Still use the Greek yogurt instead of butter, but I replaced the apple with the pears. I actually like the pear and banana ones better. They were so good. My most recent change with this recipe was replacing the apple with blueberries. I still replaced the butter with the Greek yogurt, but used about two cups of blueberries. And in some of the batter, I put pecans. They were blueberry-licious, y'all. I can guarantee the muffin-making adventures will continue. The sky or the oven is the limit. Another thing I've been enjoying lately is making vinaigrette. The catalyst for this recent vinaigrette kick was a recipe I saw on Facebook. The recipe is for an apple spinach salad with a maple lime mustard dressing. So, the first time I made this vinaigrette, I didn't use lime, I used lemon and changed up the amount of olive oil and a few other things. But of course, can't remember because, well, I didn't write it down. Don't forget our friendly little public service announcement from before. The second time I made it, I wrote it down. I again used lemon instead of the lime, a fourth a cup of the juice. I used a fourth a cup of olive oil, two tablespoons of honey Dijon mustard, three tablespoons of maple syrup, a fourth a teaspoon of garlic powder, and a fourth a teaspoon of kosher salt. Yum-o! The third time I made it, I used regular Dijon and the maple syrup I had, but of course, didn't write it down. Now, also when I made it this last time, I mixed some of the dressing in with the salad. I took my lettuce mix, some crumbled goat cheese, and cut up a pear. Mixed that with some of the dressing, and then right before eating, I added rosemary croissant croutons. So good. Now, I was on Instagram, and what did I happen to see? Um... My producer, Andre, posted a picture of food that looked yummy and his recipe. And let me tell you, this changed my mind about tofu. Even Brian was like, yeah, we're going to have to make this. So as a little treat for y'all, Andre is going to share his adventure. So Andre, tell me about the recipe that you posted on Instagram.
1: Yeah. So, well, first of all, it was a lovely sunny day and I had just made this dish and I thought, you know what? I kind of want to take a picture with this food because I love taking pictures of food.
0: Oh, I do too. Uh,
1: I don't necessarily do it all the time because, you know, I don't want to be that guy. But, you know, no offense to people who are those people.
0: I'm that girl. You guys are
1: supposed to be, you know, you're (laughs) supposed to, you know, you have a food podcast, you know how to cook. I'm just a regular guy. Anyways, I digress. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So I took this picture and I decided to share it with people to see if anyone would appreciate it. So the tofu, I used a cooking method based on a video that we'll link in the show notes. And me and my wife, we love cooking with tofu. We love cooking with vegan, vegetarian ingredients, even though we're not vegan ourselves. We still like chicken and shrimp and fish, sometimes red meat. But I didn't want to just have plain old tofu and rice again because we had that the week prior. So I had some of the sauce left uh, that we made for the tofu, that we cooked the tofu in. So I did something a little bit different with the rice. I added a twist to it. So what I did was, I rinsed the rice before cooking. I'm sure there's, I know there's a reason why, I forgot. But look it up, I'm sure there's a good reason why you rinse it. (laughs) And as I'm, the water's boiling. Before I even put the rice in, I put some roughly chopped garlic cloves. Now you can chop it better, literally what I did is I just ripped it with my fingers.
0: (laughs) Hey, whatever works.
1: I was kind of like, impatient. So I just ripped it with my fingers and just tossed it in the water as it was boiling. I put a little bit of turmeric and a little bit of white
0: pepper. Have
1: you guys ever used white pepper before?
0: Yes, we have. Brian loves to use white pepper. And I didn't realize when reading, you're you're reading the recipe on here that you put, I didn't realize that when rice is cooking that you could actually put stuff in it while you are cooking. I don't know. I mean, other than like salt. Yeah. Okay. But... I mean, I can only imagine how fragrant the garlic and I don't use turmeric really that much. Um, I don't know. If I feel I've like ever there's some it.
1: health benefits to it from yes. what I read in the past. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote yeah, me on I that. I've know. heard of turmeric lattes at coffee yes. shops, and I've enjoyed yes. those. Um, maybe in some curry, um, people some use people use turmeric, yeah. but I just had it and I figured this might be good with rice. Why Let's not? See. Uh, With this dish I'm making, I was experimenting. I was having my own little adventure. adventure. Exactly. So I did the turmeric. It also gave it a nice yellow color. And I did the white pepper for a little bit of flavor because I Mm -hmm. wanted, I didn't want to use just boring old regular black pepper. I wanted to try something different. Right. And then put the rice in, you know, I cooked it for the right amount of time that I needed to for the amount of rice I made. And then I tasted it and I I put a little bit of salt in too because, you know, I need saltiness. Mm Mm-hmm. And I tasted it and i was like you know what it needs something more so mm-hmm. and i'm the type of guy that i like to add a bunch of things and see what i can Why come not? up with i'm not a really simple guy <laughs> <laughs> so i added some sesame teriyaki sauce that i got from target of all places you know hey hey it worked it, it,
0: right if it works it i works. put just
1: a few drops i didn't put a lot you yeah. know i didn't want to drown it mm-hmm. i didn't want to take away from the flavor of the tofu okay because once you see the video that we're gonna link mm-hmm the tofu was the star of the dish so i didn't want to take away from that so i didn't put a lot of it i only added it for the sweetness of the rice and some flavor and then i put some soy sauce as well yeah to give it some more saltiness so maybe i should have put it in more salt at the beginning but it worked out right and it was a also i forgot to mention i put chili flakes in the water too Ooh. You can add as much or as little as you want based on your heat tolerance. I okay. didn't put a lot because sometimes I tend to overdo it on the uh-huh. heat and I end up regretting it later. And I'm like, I still have to eat this.
0: Well, and that's one thing too. You add too much of that stuff and it's like, rut row. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, and we have red chili flakes too. And I mean, I I put some when was roasting some carrots. That stuff can go, I mean, a little can go a long way with that stuff
1: yeah so that was my rice base and for the tofu I used the sauteed tofu medio at the video now if you are impatient and just want to see it right away it's at the two and two minute and eight second mark on the video that's the two minute and eight second mark um, they have other methods of mm-hmm. cooking it as well which I think will work just fine but this was my preferred choice of cooking in it and it was quicker for me mm-hmm. and I like to cutting into small little squares mm-hmm. bite-sized little squares and just At the very end, this is not what they do. I don't know if they do this in the recipe video or not. I don't think they do. But I drizzled a little bit of honey near the very end of cooking the tofu. I like that. Because I wanted a little sweetness to it. Mm A little caramelization, you know. And the end result was this nice, caramelized, flavorful tofu square. And it's not bland. It tastes great. And it's... Honestly, it's healthier for you.
0: And it's beautiful. I mean, the pitcher is beautiful. And the green onions on oh, top. Yeah. I love you got to garnish it with
1: something. I have I to garnish my dishes onions. with something. So I garnished it with sesame seeds and uh, green onion.
0: Well, and I tell you, we watched that video. And it's a really good video. I mean, I didn't, you know, you hear about tofu. And it's like, huh, mm, I'm good. You have know, you ever
1: seen Everyone Loves Raymond? Did you ever see a to- no. Tofurky episode? They made. Top-per-key. I was a little offended because since I know how to make tofu taste good, they made it seem like the worst thing you could eat. But they did it on purpose because that they brought in a turkey made entirely of tofu. Yeah, no, I and it looked disgusting. So I well, know what you're yeah. saying. I mean, I get you know,
0: you just look at it and you're like, uh no, I'm good. Uh, you know,
1: bland, white, squishy. Right,
0: and it's just kind of like I mean, I've had little pieces in you know soup. You know before and it's uh, okay whatever but to me when when you watch that video i mean the way they treat you know and they do you have to marinate but they tell you how to s- squish all the
1: yeah you know you s- have to stuff out of you it. have to release the moisture that's mm-hmm. in the tofu already so i buy extra firm tofu mm-hmm. because again i don't want to wait too long
0: <laughs> i don't blame you and and that's what i was wondering too i was going to ask you like what kind of tofu you use but after i watched the video i just assumed it was extra firm
1: yeah i mean I don't know necessarily what the difference is other than the texture. It still tasted good. Extra firm tofu.
0: But it looked, I mean, and the way they, you know, because we did, we watched how they baked it. hmm And it was like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then which one was it that they, sl- they did, which method was it, uh, Honey Bunches, that they-
1: The scrambled egg version? Well,
0: I saw the scrambled one, but it was one where they put it in buffalo sauce
1: ah. to make like a
0: version yeah. of what basically like, Hot like a buffalo, you know, mm-hmm. chicken wing type thing, and it's just like, huh, you know. And I like how they said you you gotta marinate it. Yeah,
1: you have you know. to. You know, it's it's bland.
0: Right. And the sauce, you know, I mean, so it's like, it's you know, I really think that this is something mm-hmm. that we are gonna try. And I love that you put the honey because I love sweet and savory. Yeah, I love the heat. I like the sweet. I like all of that. So, and, I you mean, know when I'm thinking when
1: I'm thinking um. Asian inspired cuisine where yeah. I'm thinking cooking like Chinese or Japanese mm-hmm. or Korean or what do you ha- whatever it is that I'm making I always think of honey for some reason you know mm. you think of you know pan express for example honey chicken you know right. everyone talks about it the sugar like chicken their, but
0: I like it
1: worked in this specific chicken, yeah. recipe and right. you know we use honey for a lot of things we use honey for tea we use mm-hmm. honey for uh, baking oh, you know we use honey I for love, I love honey. What lattes what do you use honey for lattes
0: Lattes. Yeah. but now here's my thing a honey latte in Arkansas at a place called Mugshots in Hot Spring. They do an Arkansas honey latte. And it tastes fabulous. But I've tried to get lattes, like honey lattes, outside of Arkansas. And they just don't taste the same. And I actually have Arkansas honey at my house. So
1: many adventure in the kitchen with me. <laughs> this remind me of something.
0: Uh-huh.
1: One morning I was making a flash brew as i tried joel's method from the previous (laughs) episode flash Ruin, and it was delicious fyi so you Uh should definitely try it and i wanted honey in it but Uh honey doesn't mix well in cold drinks
0: no so this is what i did
1: i grabbed those little like plate that we got for my wife's birthday Uh gift thing and i put some honey in it and i microwaved it for a few seconds Uh and then i added just a little bit of hot water in it and kind of made my own honey simple syrup just really quickly and i put that in the coffee and i got the honey flavor it dissolved well so yeah, so ha- I mean, it
0: turned out all your hopes and dreams. It turned out fabulous. Yeah,
1: life hack. Just put a little bit of honey in a container there in the microwave. That is microwavable container first of all, and just add a little bit of hot water because it kind of gets rid of the intensity of it. Because I still wanted to taste of coffee, but I wanted right. the like extra little bit of sweetness little, of the little honey. Little bit sweet, you know. Little I Just wanted the sweet. just like the feature. You know, like in a song, it's like the main artist and it has a feature. I wanted honey to be the feature of that song. So hmm. life hack. A little Meat adventure microwave honey put a little hot water in it pour it in your coffee if it's cold it or even if it's cold tea it mixes quicker huh and it tastes great but Hmm. yeah guys that was my little adventure in the kitchen this week tofu and honey
0: and it's changed brian and i's mind about eating tofu i mean it's something we're actually gonna try i mean that's awesome so i am so glad that you posted it and the video like i said the video is awesome i mean i don't know about the tofu scramble yet i don't know if i'm there but you
1: got to ease your way into it. Don't go full <laughs> force into the whole tofu world. Right. You know, you got to start out with this. I think I feel I like this is a good start. This recipe. is
0: a good start. Now, how do you feel about instead of white rice using brown rice? Do you think well, it? Would... I think I
1: mentioned in the post that you can use whatever rice you want?
0: OK, yeah. I, oh, that's right. Like so, personally,
1: I don't think it matters. I had jasmine rice available at the time. I may have done like maybe I might try it with sticky rice. I don't know because I know sticky rice is used for sushi. But maybe I might try it with sticky rice.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look a little stupid here. What is sticky rice? Um, I
1: so I don't know exactly what it is, it. but I've bought it at Japanese markets before, and it's mainly used for sushi. Okay. It's huh. stick. It's literally like it's in the name. It sticks together. The, how you cook it and the way you prepare it. It takes a little bit longer, but uh-huh. the end result is really good.
0: <laughs> well.
1: But yeah, thanks for letting me share my recipe. Well, with I'm you. so glad,
0: and thank you for posting it because it was like dang um guess this carnivore is about to try some tofu yeah
1: you know and I I always like to encourage people to try something new and to you know don't be scared because it's quote-unquote healthy you know like I'm still gonna eat a burger you know I'm still gonna (laughs) I literally just had shrimp scampi
0: it smelled really good by the (laughs) way I'm just saying but
1: if you ever feel like treating your body to a nice light meal that also is tasteful and filling try this recipe out
0: i mean right and on the video again it, it gives some really good different ways of cooking it and honestly it was easy to i mean seriously it, it made it so super easy just to kind of say mm-hmm. this is what you do this is how yep. you drain it you know this is I how you cook like it that. right i just i mean it was it was good i mean even for me to be like oh
1: okay. Yeah, Yeah, shout out to whoever made that video. I mean, like again, like I said, again, we'll link it in the show notes. Yes.
0: Take a look at it. I forget how
1: old it was, but it's worth it.
0: You may be a die hard carnivore, but take a look because you know what? You can have your burger. You can have your ribeye and on another day, make you a little tofu. Well, that's enough adventures for today. But stay tuned for more kitchen adventures in the future. Something I have added to the podcast this year is sharing some of my recommendations. I mean, sometimes the best thing you may try or the best restaurant you go to may be from someone else's recommendation. So let's dig in. Bon Maman Strawberry Preserves. Ooh, I love Bon Maman. I know it is more expensive than some jellies or preserves. However, y'all, it's completely worth it. I'm not a huge strawberry person, but I love these preserves. It's full of strawberry sweetness and even has chunks of strawberry in it. The other thing I love about Bon Maman is at Christmas time, they have a 12 Days of Christmas pack that has different flavors and even honey. I found smaller packs of different flavors not at Christmas time but those little jars are just so dadgum adorable. I can't remember where I read this, but you can take the rest of what is in a jelly or preserved jar and make a vinaigrette. I have a mostly empty jar of Bon Maman in my fridge that is gonna become a vinaigrette sometime soon. I'll let you know how it turns out. Wickles, yes, wickles. If you've never had them, you need to try them. Brian and I get the original wickles, and boy, Heidi, are they scrumptious. They have this adorable picture of a little pickle and pepper dancing together. There are red peppers floating in this jar just kissing those little pickles. These little things are so good. They're sweet, vinegary, and pack of heat. Now, it's not a heat that burns your face off. It's just a good heat. So pick you up a jar of wickles. Cherry Coke Zero. Now, I'm not a huge Diet Coke fan, but these new sodas with the Zero seem to be a little bit more palatable. And with Cherry Coke Zero, you definitely know it's a diet drink, but it seems to keep that good old Cherry Coke flavor. Limited Edition Strawberry Banana Cheerios. Now, to me, I taste more of the strawberry, but they're sweet, crunchy. They are a great snack without the milk. Some are even shaped like cute little hearts. Now if you are fortunate to live near a Trader Joe's they have some really good products. Now here is a little free tip from my experience with Trader Joe's. If you see something that's seasonal you better get it when you see it and maybe more than one because when you go back it may not be there and it'll be gone. Rosemary croissant croutons. Yes they are as good as they sound. They are some of the best croutons I think I've ever had. They are flaky, crunchy, and they almost taste a little buttery. But you definitely get the rosemary. Whew, they are just wonderful. Brioche Toasts. It's another crunchy little treat. They are crispy, crunchy, with a slight sweet taste and kind of buttery. Now, you take some of the Bon Maman strawberry preserves and put it on this little brioche toast, not only do you get you a fancy little snack, but it's some good eats y'all, I'm just saying. So get a little fancy and put you some of them strawberry preserves on that brioche toast. Cinnamon bun inspired Jojo's. These things take Oreos to a whole nother level and it tastes like a cinnamon roll, but in cookie form, Hmm, right? Genius. Crispy outside with a touch of cinnamon flavor. The filling is like the icing on a cinnamon roll. Ooh, and we all like icing. Altogether, it is one good cookie. And little stud muffin Brian over here said that it's like the Oreo and a snickerdoodle all in one. Now I can get behind that. Trader Joe's maple syrup. It's a great price, and the syrup isn't too thin, It has a nice, sweet richness. Now, I'm not a maple syrup connoisseur, but I like me some of this. Combine it with their blueberry frozen waffles, and you got yourself a winner-winner waffle breakfast. Or dinner, if you like breakfast for dinner. So, if you're around the Oklahoma City area, stop in at Clarity Coffee for a blood orange or salted caramel latte. And you can thank me later on that one. Or, if you're feeling brunchy, head on over to Whiskey Cake for the warm cinnamon roll, the farmer's breakfast, and a French press. Feeling like tacos? Head to the Wheeler District for some kicking tacos, salsa, and queso at Taco Nation. Feeling a little hungry for barbecue? Get your fix at Clark Crew with burnt ends, smoked turkey, ribs, brisket, and pulled pork. Mm, mm, mm. They have a great side salad, yummo ranch, baked potato, and amazing home-style pickles. Now, if you go to Clark Crew, try this. Take a home-style pickle, a little dot of ranch, and a little dot of the competition barbecue. Eat it all together. Sounds weird. Party in your mouth. And about those home-style pickles at Clark Crew, you'll have to ask for them but completely worth it. Now, head on up to Edmond to go to one of my favorite places that makes the Italian part of my heart super happy. Mio Italian Kitchen. Get warm and cozy with their lasagna, their yummy pizza, or the Mio Trio that has lasagna, chicken parm, and Alfredo. Now, save room for the espresso and the cannoli. If you're in the Oklahoma City, Yukon, Edmond area, and coming soon to Tulsa, and you see a summer moon, prepare to make a pit stop. The mocha moon latte, amazing. (laughs) Well folks, that's all for today. I hope you find your own adventures in the kitchen. And if you try any of my recommendations, drop me a line, send me an email, or make a comment. Let me know. If you have your own recommendations, send those my way too. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will join us next time as we gather at the table.